Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. This is Don't Muck My Accent, a no-nonsense podcast about what it's like to live overseas. The good, the bad, and the sometimes crazy. So, this week might be our most exciting episode yet. We speak to Lisa Dolan, otherwise known as Yorkshire Peach on TikTok. From what all started with a trip to KFC to now having over 700,000 people following her for her hilarious takes on cultural differences between the UK and the US, as well as her journey through addiction, sobriety and mental health, Lisa was the perfect guest to have join us this week. We felt so incredibly grateful to speak to her and we hope you enjoy the conversation as much as we did. So you might know our guest this week from TikTok as Yorkshire Peach. Lisa, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. Hello, hello. (laughs) How are you doing? How's your week been? Doing okay. It's been a hot week. We were just talking about that, weren't we? It's been a hot Mm -hmm. week, so... Never thought I'd say this, but I'm I'm glad to see the gray today. <laughs> I know. I said it. You I'm, heard I'm, it. I said it. I, honestly, <laughs> I woke up this morning and I heard raindrops down my window. And how like hypocritical of me. I was like, what a dream come true. Just like, <laughs> I, know, I, I swear we can never be happy with one temperature here. It's like when it's cold, it's like, I wish it was hot. When it's hot, it's like, oh, I just want it to be cold again. Absolutely. It's awful. Yeah, I was moaning about it the other day and somebody's like, oh, you're finally British. You're moaning no matter what the weather is. This is how okay. we're slowly turning English. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> this is what this country does to expats. <laughs> Oh God. Well, before we sort of get into Yorkshire Peach and your videos on TikTok, we just wanted to know a little bit more about your journey. So your move from the US and how you got over to the UK, where you're from, just kind of your journey overseas, really. Yeah. So so I came um I came over in 2014. I was six months pregnant, so I waddled over here. Wow. Um, Big move. That's a big change. Yeah, it was a huge change. And um, my husband and I had met um, years before that um, in in 2009 in Edinburgh. And we met, um, I was working in financial services at the time and he was working in financial services and we were both um, just working for the same company, you know, just for, for different reasons and mm-hmm. uh, met in a business meeting there during a due diligence session. And, um, and I was there for a, a few weeks. And so we just kind of, you know, started dating then and then did the long distance thing for ages. I'm from a place called Columbus, Georgia, 
which is about 90 miles, miles south of Atlanta. I usually just say Atlanta for ease because a lot most people hear Columbus and they think Ohio because Columbus, Ohio is much bigger. Of course. But, of course. Uh, yeah. yeah, so it's just easier. And a lot of people have been through Atlanta because it's such a hub. So I just kind of yeah. say Atlanta for ease. But I'm actually from Columbus, which is a great deal smaller than Atlanta. But yeah, so we did long distance for a long time. And then um, he came over to live with me for a bit. Um, he was in the process of getting his American visa, which is very difficult to do, even when you're uh, married. Yes, um, and I wow. Up, yeah, I ended up falling pregnant. And so we we came back over to the UK, basically, so he could go to work. And I've been here ever since. So, yeah. And now my little boy just, just turned seven a few months ago. So it's, I'm, I'm, I've been here seven and a half years. Crazy. Oh, my gosh. That yeah. is such a long time. I feel like it's such a I've only been here for about two years now. So it's such mm. a small amount of time compared to, mm. compared to what you've sort of been through in the UK as well. And do you feel like, like moving over and like having a baby and raising a baby like in a brand new country that you just moved to? Like that's such a massive journey. Yeah, it was it, it was it was it was massive. Yeah. Um, it, you didn't know anybody. You know, it was just um, obviously we had Paul's family, but they're kind of spread out all over as well, um, mm-hmm. you know. But, um, but yeah, so, so massive and, but, but also very welcoming, you know, I had a, I had a midwife, which I'd never heard of that term before. So, um, you know, I, I had no idea what to expect, but they're so hands-on when it comes to, um, in this country, I find they're so hands-on when it comes to your pregnancy and everything. And, um, my midwife was great, you know, it really made me feel at home if you like. And, um, and then when I left, I didn't have to pay. Fantastic, isn't it? Honestly, that's the best thing. I can only imagine the differences between like the healthcare in America and the UK and like bless the NHS, honestly, God sent. Even from Australia, where we're from, you still, it's still, it's kind of similar. Like if you have health insurance, you do still have to pay a little bit, not as bad as the US, so I won't complain. But um, yeah, insane. That's so nice to hear. And you, when you moved back over, did you move straight into, you're in Yorkshire now? I'm, I'm yeah, we, just a wild guess. To, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, so we're, we're, my, my husband's originally from Leeds, born and bred um, in, in Leeds. And so, so yeah, so we're, we're back in the village that Tia grew up in and has been living in for like 30 some odd years. He's like, how did I marry an American and end up living across the street from my high school? How did this happen? Especially as a northerner, or northerner, I can imagine with that accent, he's probably like, "How the hell did I get into this position?" No, this is not fair. Yeah, no, yeah, no. My uh, my partner's from the UK as well, so he's from Essex, and he's always like, "How did I meet an Australian?" Now, I mean, obviously we're in London, and I was like, "I want to go live in Essex," and he's like, "No," <clears throat> he's like, "No, absolutely not. We're not." <laughs> he's like I suppose this is supposed to be exotic and we've only been dating for two years and he hasn't even been able to come back to Australia so it's like Uh, well yeah with all this going on yeah of course so he's like I'm not even getting the benefits out of this relationship anymore (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh that's funny and he's also turning Anna's accent British as well so that's also just fantastic nice yeah it's so well well. I have this weird hybrid accent going on I know I do that's the really thing it's the time I don't hear it but my followers hear it obviously yeah no yeah so. they're commenting like um are you turning British like are you actually well, American all, all the, I had one a day said will you please just stop faking being American I was just like what <laughs> <laughs> I was just laughing I don't even argue with it anymore it just really makes me laugh yeah no it I can imagine 
So like on that as well, so obviously you've become well-known for doing videos on TikTok all about being mm. an American in the UK and we are obsessed with them, which is why we wanted to have you on so much because it, there are so many similarities that we always discuss about like cultural differences with like Australia mm. and the UK. So how did all this begin and like what prompted you to start making these videos on TikTok? Like was it just a lockdown thing or was it just like how did this all happen? Because you've just yeah. skyrocketed. <laughs> it kind of yeah. was a lockdown thing. It, it kind of was a lockdown thing. And I had um, I'd put my, my, my job in marketing. I was marketing, working in marketing full time. My husband was working in London. Um, and so I was just like this kind of, um, you know, mom all by myself during the week, really busy nine to five job. And then, you know, I, I left that job and lockdown happened. And um, it was kind of a, a fluke thing. I saw, I got into TikTok before I started sort of posting. So I, I was into it for about a month before I officially opened my like, little account, if you like. Mm-hmm. And um, I was initially, I thought maybe I'll record some videos about my addiction journey, my mental health journey, you know, that could help somebody, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and then randomly, it just literally randomly, I went to KFC. That, that was my first viral video. <laughs> I went to KFC and, and you know, asked, asked for some chicken fingers to which the guys said, you know, we don't, I don't know what you mean. I, I don't know what you're talking about. So I got in the car and I thought, this is kind of funny that they, that they don't call them chicken fingers. They call them chicken gouleons. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't even know gouleons. that. Gouleons. Of course well, no, they, no, do. they don't. How? They don't. It's not, it's goujon. Oh, oh goujon. It's goujon, but I had no idea. So I brazenly with all the confidence in the world, I got on and I recorded, I've just been to KFC and I just think it's crazy that, that you guys don't say chicken finger, you say chicken gouleon. And I was convinced that I was saying it right. And I was just having a moan. Well, the Brits absolutely just tore me to shreds. And you can imagine, ah, it's not chicken just- gouleon. It's not chicken gouleon. <laughs> so that I literally, I went to bed. I probably had about 50 followers and woke up the next morning with about 10,000 wow it happened like that it just happened like that I was like what is going on it just it it literally just that that it went crazy viral that basically people 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 taking the mick really Mm -hmm. um but but it was just like oh my gosh I've said this word and then I just followed it up with like oh my gosh it is Goujon it's not Goulion doing some more (laughs) videos about the word and then from there it just kind of went to I did like taste testing for a while you know trying Marmite for the first time that was interesting God, I mean, we have Vegemite where we're from, uh, yeah, as you yeah, might Vegemite, know. Yeah, but it's like, also better. I would just say it's, it's it is better. better. Than <laughs> like it's it's the it's the classic fight between Marmite and Vegemite. Like Vegemite yeah. is definitely better, but it's still similar. And anyone who's not used to either one is just like no, no well, absolutely I no not. How to put it on either? So I put no it on jam. So I put about. <gasps> no it has I'm to be I'm so sorry that happened to you <laughs> and I put it in and I was recording I never had it and I was just because <laughs> <laughs> it was that salty you oh, have to God. do like you have to basically smother the toast in butter and then like yeah, a lot no as on. you know I now had, I had no butter on and no you know, and that much marmite it was absolutely have you tried horrible. it again since with no, butter? the right way I have I'm too scared I'm still I'm still <laughs> dramatic stress syndrome from it I'm gonna wait. I, I I do want to try it again properly. I am going to give it another go. But oh, yeah, gosh. oh my gosh! And like obviously yeah. since that, I've been following you since. Oh my god, I don't even remember because my addiction to TikTok started 
obviously last year in the pandemic when I was on when I was on furlough and I literally had nothing else to do but like scroll through and I absolutely loved it because I know for me personally it's just those like cultural differences where Mm -hmm. obviously you speak about American to the UK but I think it still applies because Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like calling out the weird shit that people in the UK Mm. do and you're just like what is this and I absolutely loved it like I fell in love I was like follow 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 so funny (laughs) like it was so funny because when you've done because we Anna and I spoken about it on the podcast before as well like when we've spoken about the differences in like the bathrooms or like the things in like a British household so when you've done all those videos it's like this is so true like why is there a light outside the bathroom door like why yeah. is this thing like this like all I those little things straighteners. yeah yeah oh my bathroom. god yeah. the plug of the straight like it annoys me so much not being able to straighten my hair in my bathroom in the bathroom yeah, yeah yeah but they just think it's crazy here they just think it's so unsafe you know like the things that they put yeah. in place that like the, 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 the standards around the home and, and how things can be um it's just totally different totally different here they really take like the safety thing which I guess is good really mm. but mm. um so yeah you can you won't be taking a toaster bath over here anytime soon we? No. <laughs> I know oh my god no oh my god. it was really funny because when um Anna went back to Australia a few months ago and she was in hotel quarantine and when she was bored in hotel quarantine she did this video about all those like differences in like with like the bathroom and everything from Australia yeah. to the UK and one of them was the plug like not being able to plug yeah. something in in the bathroom and like we just had it just went crazy like the video just went insane all these people started yeah. commenting and everyone was like what do you want to be electrocuted in the bathroom yeah and we're no, just I like- was gonna say I was this is what I was sort of gonna ask you about because from that video I mean I it wasn't but it, I got 72,000 views I thought that was pretty great <laughs> there you for go. Me. I was like I Brilliant. love this okay it's better than all our other TikToks let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um the comments on there like I mean, I didn't take any offense to them, but they were like savage. People really took it seriously. It's savage, yeah. People get. I was gonna say, how do that, you, yeah, yeah like, uh, do you have any comments that stand out to you that were quite funny? Like, how do you deal with the comments and and trolls. yeah, just kind of <laughs> trolls, really? Like, yeah. uh, it doesn't it doesn't bother me anymore. I mean, people, the way people act to you when you have sort of under under fifty thousand followers, the way people are so brazen and the things they'll come out with changes as your following grows. It's almost like they they stop a bit every once in a while I'll still I'll still get one um and and when I do these days it just makes me laugh you know like I, I have the I, I live by the phrase if you're not getting hate you're not getting great it's just true <laughs> I not- love that that's so good <laughs> It's true. Um, and, um, and so I just, I just take it with stride. And I think, do you know what, it's just part of growth, isn't it? Anybody who ever made a difference in this world, that it's going to be not liked by a lot of people. That's just how it, that's just how it goes. Isn't it really? Yeah. So I just think, I just think, oh, whatever. If it's something that's really nasty, you know, I'll just delete it, block them, move on. Yeah. But th- things at first, I used to get, let things get under my skin and, you know, I, I, every once in a while I cry about something, but 18 months on could care less could yeah. care less yeah I yeah. find that is very similar with like a lot of creators that once yeah. you do get that bigger following I think it kind of almost becomes like white noise and you're so okay to kind of like yeah. delete and block comments and sometimes I think to myself god if if I ever or if our podcast ever went viral I, I mean like I don't know if I could deal with the hate but it actually makes a lot of sense because I think at the end of the day these people are anonymous keyboard warriors anyway so totally yeah. and you and you also don't know you know I think about that back Times I had times in my life where I wasn't a very nice person and I think about you know my addiction and things like that and things I had going on that no one knew about and I just I, I just kind of go 
actually benefit of the doubt. I don't know what this person's going to. Actually, I don't even know, is this person 13, 14 years old and has a really bad family life? I'm just trying to put myself and go, I don't know what's going on with that person. Mm. Could be having an, an awful day. I, I actually had a troll one time that, that I followed her back and I sent her a message. I said, what, you know, why have you left such a nasty comment? Come to find out it was a 15 year old girl. She had loads going on at home. She, she apologized to me, <laughs> sent wow. me this long message about how she had had a really bad day. And since then, I've just thought, oh, you know what? You just don't know what's going on with people. It's so I just, so I think there's no reason to be nasty back to them because you don't know, do you, what's going on? Exactly. Yeah. You never know you what, what's do going just on have to, postals. Yeah. And you almost do have to leave it or mm. even just like, if it's something like that, just reach out to them and be like, you know, why did you do this? What, what's because going on? Just, yeah. yeah. Like, because you just don't know. No. No, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I think the worst, the worst ones that, that, that apparently I get, I don't know, I haven't read them, but I've been in like the sun and independent and stuff like mm. that on, on, on Facebook. That's apparently that's where they really get nasty. But um, yeah. because I think more the Americans see it on, on, on that medium than TikTok. Mm, yeah. Cause my, my audience on TikTok is 92% um, in 92% UK. Yeah. So, um, but when it goes onto Facebook, the other, the other, the Americans see some stuff and they're like, yeah, that's not true. That's not true. Yeah. 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 Stuff, so. No, that's <laughs> so true. That's so true. I can imagine. And like, how do you think? Because obviously you've grown very, very quickly. I think TikTok has just absolutely taken off. I think it was mm. right place, right time, whereby the pandemic came and then everyone was had nothing else to do but sort of scroll TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In a, in a, in, yeah. And still now, I think sometimes I'm like, I need to delete this off my phone. It's too much. But, how has it impacted your life in a positive way? Because obviously there's haters and all that kind of stuff. We could talk about that. But yeah, for such a big change at such a quick amount of time, like, yeah, run us through sort of how that's changed your life in the UK. Well, I've met some, I mean, I've met some amazing people on there, some amazing creators that I've grown with. You know, Eden Harvey and I were both, both had, you know, no followers when we started. And now, you know, Eden has 2.4 million, you know, she's massive. And so we, oh, we I love her as well. Together. Yeah, yeah. He's amazing. Uh, Josh, Josh from Josh from England and I, we both had a, no followers at first. We grew together. He lost his account. I helped him get his account back. Um, wow. So it's, all these sort of friendships that are, you know, real friendships that, that you know, some lovely people that I've met. And um, and then also just, I, I received some lovely messages. You know, my favorite ones, if I'm honest, you know, are, are, are the messages that I receive, you know, receive about my recovery and how that's kind of helped somebody or uh, posting, uh, you know a video about anxiety and overcoming that if somebody gets something from that those that really hit home for me the most I love doing the funny stuff as well um and love love making making people laugh but the ones you know when someone says to you oh I had a lady reach out not too long ago and she said you know I've you, you posted that thing about your sobriety and I've actually been I've, I've, I've been sober now for three months wow. you know on the back of watching that video and it's just like that's oh so nice. that's so those, beautiful those ones that really like yeah that's lovely I, I, I love that so I'd love to kind of take it maybe more in that direction soon yeah. you know, or maybe do another have another channel that takes it in that direction a bit I yeah. think that's such a beautiful idea because I think I think I say especially with the pandemic my mental health mm. has plummeted oh, I, I know totally. even for me personally like I've had a real mental health <laughs> journey in the last year and yeah. on top of that in in every sort of form of mental health whether it be addiction anxiety depression everything is very very uh, sort of increased and heightened at the moment. Totally. And I also find that like the government, there isn't a lot of funding at the moment. I know like Alex George, we love Dr. Alex, like he's obviously <laughs> working on it. Yeah. But that's why I think it's so important to have positive accounts that touch on more serious topics like that, because yeah. if the government's not going to help as much as we'd like, at least mm. there could be someone like you that can put out positive energy, give advice, help people. 
yeah. I can imagine yeah. how touching that is to receive messages like that, um, just actually yeah, changing definitely. someone's life for the better. No, I, I think as well on the other side of it, like even just your videos that you do about those like cultural differences as well. I think there are obviously so many people that are living so far away from their home country, like all of us, and we're yeah. separated from our family and we can't go back home at the moment. And it's just, it is a really difficult time. There's a lot of homesickness. There's a lot of all those emotions that are coming to fruition. Totally. Like I can say personally this week, it's been a, a very rough week for me mentally in terms of like homesickness and everything. So it, it's the other way you're also making that like positive impact by helping people, almost giving them a comfort and being like, yeah. you know, this is like, we're all in this together. We're all far away, yeah. but like, let's laugh about some of the things that like we find yeah. different or, or unique. Like it's giving people and that one, of, one of the best things, one of the best things is talking about the differences. You know, one thing, you know, on, on more of a serious note, one thing I, I'm so passionate about is the NHS and how grateful mm-hmm. I am for NHS and having come from a country where, you know, I left there $20,000 in medical debt, uh, you know, the, oh, the medical debt that I had was just it's unreal. Um, and so, you know, I'm really grateful for the NHS and, and, and I've had so many British people reach out and say, oh, I've never actually appreciated it in that way because I've never thought about the fact that, you know, I just, they've always taken it for granted. It's there. It's, it's just like water. It's there. Everybody has yeah. it. No, they don't. No, they don't. You know, it's like, and so, you know, I've had people say, oh, you know, I've really never thought about how grateful I am for that. So that's really cool. That's, mm. I really love that because people should be so, grateful. Yeah. So it's really yes. funny because you posted a video a few weeks ago about, um, the like when you're picking your first time picking up the script at a pharmacy and then mm. saying oh this is nine pounds and you'd be like oh yeah 90 pounds like <laughs> yeah, and I seem like nothing yeah it was so <laughs> funny because then like a few weeks later I went to pick up a script at the pharmacy and I knew it was free because it was a contraceptive pill so I knew that it was like part of the NHS I didn't have to pay anything and the guy was like okay that was nine pounds and I looked at him and I was like excuse me like <laughs> I was like what <laughs> he was just like he was like oh, do, do you not have to pay for this one? And I was like, I don't have to pay for my last one. I don't know why you're expecting me to pay. <laughs> and I was just saying, I just found it so funny how like, I was like, you had the expectation to be like, oh, nine pounds, that's so cheap, go for it. And I'd hear me like, what? This is outrageous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it just puts it back into perspective, doesn't it? Like how amazing the NHS yeah. actually really yeah. is. Like, I know I've, I, I do joke about this like it is a joke but like obviously when you get your visa to come here well the visa that I'm on and Lauren's on um you pay like a hefty sum per year for the visa that you're on for the NHS and mm. I have absolutely no problem playing paying that because I think they are it's so well deserved like all the money to go to the oh, NHS gosh, absolutely yeah. and then and the price of it is literally could be the price of one script where I'm playing. I know that's like, what I'm saying. And, and Lauren and Lauren laughs at me because I am like happy to go to the doctor for checkups like I think it's important and I'm always going to the doctor for things like just making sure I'm good and she's like you're always at the doctors and I'm like Lauren I paid 650 pounds a year that I'm here to, for the NHS <laughs> I'm making the most of it so it's, it's gone up it's so with our so with our visas like so when I first got mine yeah. it was 200 pounds per year that two, your visa was 200 yeah so was, mine was yeah, 200 so. per year and then yeah. what what got me and what made me really annoyed by it well because when you think about it like I pay taxes like I pay my tax when I work here so I'm yeah, paying yeah, for the NHS totally in insane. my tax so I, like yeah. you know you pay your you pay your levy or whatever it is like to get to get your visa and come here but then you're also paying your tax when you're working here so you're kind of double paying like <laughs> your NHS when ability. I when I renew because I'll have to renew again in about six to eight months I wonder if my mind's going to go up I bet it will well I think it's gone up because what type of visa are you on um I'm see. on a spousal visa 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause I, I, the reason I had to go back to Australia was to reapply for my visa, which was a whole story in itself, like Uh, going back in a pandemic to that ridiculous. Um, but when I applied my old visa was like, I think it was like 400 a year when I did it. And now Mm. I believe I paid like 650 a year. (laughs) It's really happy. It might change. I I don't know, but it was a lot of money, but anyways, I make the most of it is what matters. (laughs) Yes, I do as well. I do as well. (laughs) Would you be able to apply for citizenship soon if you've been here for like seven years? Eventually, yeah. So I I made the mistake of when I had when I had my son, I, I went from um from being like on a spousal visa to being on a family visa. I don't know the way it was explained; it was all really odd. But basically, because I changed statuses from from having a child and from not having a child to having a child, it put me in two different categories. So that oh. means that my five years didn't run concurrent on the same visa. Oh, oh, I see what no. you're saying. So I know so it's all just so that's annoying. So so I've had to wait an additional thirty months to <gasps> to then apply for the 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 big one. Wow! So, oh my next God. go round, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. yeah. At least now, like you, you, hopefully you have a bit more headspace out of like <laughs> lockdown and everything to be able to sort that out. It's like one one thing at a time, please. Like one thing at a time. Yeah, yeah. on a positive note. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> what do you think you love most about being an expat? in another country um I mean I like all the questions you know what I mean I, I like people I, I kind of you know I like I've always liked you know I'm not gonna lie you know I, I'm an only child daddy's girl like to stand out so you know it you, you naturally stand out don't you when you're mm-hmm. somebody else you naturally get the questions sometimes it's annoying and you get the same five <laughs> questions you know but um but you know if, if I'm with a, a group of friends here it's you know just the funny things that they ask as well it's just hilarious isn't it you know I, uh, you know, do you, do you, did you live next door next to Disney World? And you're just like, huh? <laughs> or yeah. you know, they're like, they they only know the few places in the United States. Like, right? So you're from New York. You're either from New York, Texas, or Florida. That seems to be the only three sort of not even LA. Yeah, I was gonna say not even LA. Yeah. Maybe LA, maybe LA. Mm. But but other than that, it's like nothing else exists. I'm like Georgia. They're like, I don't know. Is that where is that in in, in regards to Disney World? Where is that? I'm like, okay. Oh my god. Seven hours. <laughs> They love Disney World, don't they? They love it. Like so many of my friends are like, it's not, it's, I mean, it's still far further than Europe, but it's quite a direct flight for them to get there. They love it. What is your typical answer when, especially the question that Lauren and I always like make jokes out of is the question, like, why would you move to the UK? Like what? Mm. I don't understand. It's so, it's so nice and hot where you are. Like, why would you move to the UK? I don't know if you get that question, but what's your sort of typical answer in that way? Well, I mean, I, because I, I, the thing about it is this can't be answered easily, you know, for me, Mm. most people probably could, but, but for me, having been in addiction and been sober, um, you know, I I didn't come from a a great, you know, my situation back home wasn't great. Mm. You know what I mean? So um, I rebuilt my life as a mom in this country. You know, I I came to this country completely with, 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 with great credit, with great, uh, with no medical, um, no, no medical debt. And, 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 you know, I had my baby and didn't pay one red cent, you know, to have him. I had yeah. mental health issues after I had baby and the, the NHS just embraced me and took care of me. Um, and so I think my perspective is a bit unique in the sense that, you know, For I do sure. have the, yeah, do have the, the history of addiction and, you know, sad, sadly doctors feeding those addictions back home because as you know, our doctors are paid to prescribe medication. So, you know, I left there as a prescription pill addict. Um, mm. Which is so common where I'm from. So to come over here, and you know, y- you can barely squeeze an antibiotic out of a doctor. I mean, yeah. 
I know it's so hard. It's it's like you need a blood test, a pee test. You need this, this, this. And I'm like, I'm drained. I'm drained before I can even get antibiotics. Like, just take um, paracetamol. You'll be fine. (laughs) That's always the answer for anything. It's like just take some paracetamol. You'll be fine. Have a cup of tea and a hot bath. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. So true, though. So true. Yeah, I just, uh, my my situation was uh, there was so much that I appreciated that wasn't here that I appreciated that wasn't here. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. I, I appreciated a doctor telling me, oh, your body can actually heal itself. You don't need antibiotics for this, Lisa. I don't. I was, I, I was brought up in a world that told me I had to, you know, mm. as you guys know, if you, if you, if you visit the States, all of our commercials are medicine-based. Medicine yes. is just sold to you everywhere. You need this, you need that. You had a bad day at work. There's a pill for it. You know, your dog, your dog's upset. There's a pill for him as well. There's a pill for this, there's a pill for that. And so you're, you're hardwired into thinking something's wrong with you. Um, yeah. And so coming over here and, and doctors saying, actually, that you're, you're okay. You know, that was yeah. like, oh, wow. Yeah. My body can fight things. I have an immune system. What? So what? <laughs> yeah. And that's so interesting that you say that because I kind of feel the same. I know when my dad speaks to me, you know, if I'm feeling a bit ill or if I, if I am unwell or whatever it is, the first thing he'll say to me is like, go to the doctors and get some antibiotics. And it's like, yeah. that's what my really dad does. Whereas the UK, they just say, just have a nap. You know, it's yeah, just yeah. like, but they don't say that here, do no. they? I was like, I remember like, if I have like a cough or if I have a bit of a flu-y kind of symptom, my dad would be like, go to the doctor, Lauren. And I'm like, but dad, yeah. I'm fine. I just need to rest. Like, I just, yes. like, I'm yeah. just going to go to sleep. Like, I don't, I don't need to go to the doctor. Like, I don't yeah. need to go to the yeah. GP for this. Charlie's That's always funny. like, Charlie. That's so interesting because I, I thought it was just the Americans. So, you, so, so it's not. So in Australia, yeah. so you guys have that same kind of approach of like, you go straight to the doctor. One yes. system. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And it's taken years. I don't know about you guys, but like it's taken years for me to get out of that. And the, the pandemic's helped, to be honest, because you couldn't bloody go, could you? Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> so I think it was like true. the worst time I was like, oh, I have COVID. What's wrong with me? I haven't had a checkup in so long. Oh my God. And Anna oh is like yeah. the biggest yeah. hypochondriac as well with her like health issues. I can be honest. <laughs> I, so I am like, Anna. I am as well. I'm better than I used to be. The Brits have broken me, almost broken me up it, but I'm still bad. If I if I go on that symptoms checker and I type in a few <laughs> symptoms and it says it says you either have hay fever or West Nile virus, I'm like, oh, bloody West Nile. Same, it? same, same. <laughs> I'm like, I need to go get checked. I literally, I literally called triple one. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm sorry. I called triple one like three or four weeks ago because I had like a really bad stabbing pain, like where my appendix is. Okay. And I was like, yes, I need yes. to call triple one, but it was Absolutely. like a 24 hour pain. I was like, I need this. Went to A&E and the doctor was just like looking at me. He's like, um, he goes, yeah, so you're fine. I was like, okay, sorry. But then I think but then he's like, but I think I'm going to get you some tests for like a gold, like you might have gallstones. And I was like, what the fuck? I didn't even come in for this. So now I've had all these other tests and I'm like calling up the doctors. They're like, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. And I'm like, okay, thank God for this. But I, you know, Charlie, my boyfriend, he's always like, why are you always going to the doctor? You're fine. Just go lie down. Like, my, my husband, my husband is British. He's not been to the doctor. I didn't think since we've been married, I didn't, I don't yeah. know that he's been in That was me years. as well. But that was me as well because, like, I it was like a couple of months ago and I said to Anna, I was like, oh, yeah, I've never actually gone to the doctors here. Like, I've never used the NHS. And she literally looked at me and she was like, Lauren, you do you realize how much you paid for the NHS? And she was like, go get a blood test. Like, go do something. Just go. Just go use it. Get your hair done, Nelson. Yeah. Like, just go to the NHS. Just go use it. Yourself. And I was like, but I don't need to. And I was, she was like, you've been here for three years and you haven't used the NHS, Lauren. 
That's so funny. Treat yourself. That is <laughs> treat yourself to the NHS. Oh my gosh. We're gonna we're definitely gonna get hated on by all the Brits. Like, get out of our healthcare system. Yeah. Never. Yeah. That's You're right. taking advantage. <laughs> <laughs> 45 I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Oh, gosh, that's oh, God. funny. So, moving on, what's one piece of advice you wish someone had told you about moving overseas? You know, I, I, I think I thought, you know, weather-wise, I thought everybody had four seasons. That's not the case. I wish, I wish somebody told me that there was no summer here or yeah. that, you know, that, that it could be four seasons in one day. I, yes. ha- I had no clue, you know, and that it, that it would get dark at 3 o'clock. I was just, I remember calling my husband and saying, I think there's a storm brewing. <laughs> the time is, the time is set back. It, this is it's winter now. That's it there now for the next six months. And I was just like, it's three p.m. <laughs> it's so sad, yeah, isn't so it? Depressing. It's so sad. Yeah. And and the, I think another huge difference was um, the the space. You know, America's massive. You know, the, the UK fits in the size of Texas with room to spare. So the Literally. fact that everything's just so there's just there's so many people in such a small space, which affects so many different things isn't it and you know you pay to park you pay to pee you pay to it's like I was gonna say literally especially living in London I was saying this the other day you blink and you pay for it like you can't even breathe the charge 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 but space is such a good point though because like when in Australia like we have the same thing like in Australia like even in a city like we're from Brisbane we're the third largest city in Australia and everyone has a house that isn't really connect like connected to another house. It's like yeah, a separate it's a house. house. It's a house. And then you've yeah. got like a decent sized backyard. Most people yep. have a pool. Like we've got space. You've just you've got yep. space to move around. And yep. there's a lot of country that you can like move around yeah. in. And then you come here and like even in like even not even just in London, but like 
you go to like a random like smaller village and the houses are still connected to each other yeah. and you still got and, these small you still ass pay, like you still pay, pay just as yeah. much as that more for that little piece of house yeah. it's ridiculous it's isn't it? and you build up dad, because you yeah, can't you go out <laughs> when, when my dad comes to visit he still tells me i mean he still asks me he's like oh i'm so glad you guys are still living in this lovely condo and i'm like yeah, this is a house <laughs> this is a yeah, house he can't get his head around because because the way it's the way our neighborhood is and everything you know we're in a um uh what like a cul-de-sac call it a terrace thing terrace oh house yeah. Thing. Okay, yeah. Terrace house, yeah yeah he just always says he calls it a townhouse or a condo and i said dad do you know what we pay this is a this is a house here <laughs> it's like oh it's a lovely townhouse oh <laughs> uh, i know i know and that's like uh, that's kind of how i feel about london at the moment because especially after like being in lockdown here i think it's like quite chaotic it's one of the things i miss the most um like where i used to live in london was very uh like that terrace house is closed off not a lot of breeze a lot of people everywhere walking around constantly yeah, yeah. um and since then when i moved i said all i want is a bit of space so we've moved sort of closer to the river so like to the thames like we live in oh, greenwich now yeah so yeah. it's like beautiful and i said i was like you know, the best thing about living on the river is fingers crossed. They'll never build there. So there'll always be space <laughs> yeah. on the river yeah. to just breathe for a second. Um, so true. But like, so did you say you were living in Edinburgh when you met your husband? Were you no, living so there we or? just did long, we just did long oh, distance, you did long distance. For, for ages and ages and ages. Yeah. But so I spent wow. a lot of time there though. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, so you probably do know, um, like difference between living in like a bigger city and then living in a village. And it's actually interesting for you to say that you still kind of feel like there's not as much space in a village. Because to me, I'd be like, I just want to move to a village right now. I'm sick of the city. Yeah, to you this would to you this would feel massive, but to me, it still feels like our little, yeah, our little our little matchstick garden is just like. And I was thinking, (laughs) I did a post the other day about about sprinklers and how everybody Mm. jumps around in sprinklers at home. It's just a thing to cool off. But I thought about it since then, and I thought, well, hell, if I put a sprinkler on, it would be in my neighbor's yard. Yeah. And the neighbors, you'd have to only turn it on, the water. You could only turn the water on that much. Do you know what I mean? Because it would just go over the it's fence. Just, it's like a sad I, little sprinkler. It's so true, because in <laughs> summertime, it's, it's so true, because in summertime, if you didn't have a pool, like, well, we didn't have a pool in our backyard, but we had a huge backyard in Brisbane. Yeah, and we same. used to put, like, a slippery slide, and people used to, like, slippery go slippery down the slippery slide. slide. Yeah. You couldn't fit it in the backyard here. Yeah, like, you couldn't fit it in the backyard here. Yeah. Like, you would get, like, Especially if you have the detergent, like you have to like roll it only out halfway and then like detergent, you just fly into the next door neighbor's backyard. (laughs) So funny. And they're so, and, 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 and and because of that, I think the, the British people, and I mean, rightfully so they're, they're very, uh, protective over little space, aren't they? So, I mean, oh my gosh, if if somebody so much as like walks through, you know, my husband will say, did you see that person walk through our garden? And I'm just like, I didn't. Not bothered. And she's like, not bothered. It's our garden. I'm like, okay. Just so, because that, that's like, a little my space. plot of land, you know. In the They're world like, world. I spent so much on this little plot of land, like when no one yeah. didn't touch it. Touch it. Yeah. Oh no, that's Absolutely. such good advice. I love that so much. I, that's yeah. just something we haven't discussed on the podcast. So I love we get new stuff like that. It's brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. Obviously, with our uh, podcast being called "Don't Mock My Accent," we are obviously called that for a reason. I'm sure that you've had your fair share. But what's your biggest pet peeve with? people mocking your accent I mean I know we all kind of find it funny but there's like one thing that's yeah. like oh my god I can't escape this well to be honest with you the, the the two the two I get the most is people thinking I'm Australian or Irish so interesting and, and you guys probably don't hear it because you are Australian I don't I certainly don't hear it um 
but yeah, the, the number one I get is, are you, are you Australian? So somehow the Southern American accent mixed with Yorkshire has somehow come out sounding to them Australian and, and or Irish. I can really kind of understand it. Like I can kind of see it, but at the same time, I could definitely tell you are American. Like, I it's could tell. It's pretty obvious. But it's interesting because I've had so many times with me where people think that I'm American. Mm, which same. is crazy as well for me it's like oh, yeah. Right. yeah but right. I never thought an Australian accent was like an American accent but maybe to them you know it's just like the way maybe. that we roll ours or something like that or exaggerate maybe. vowels or something yeah. that's so interesting that really yeah. annoy me I guess the only thing that I guess the only thing that's kind of in, I don't know if you guys have, have ever gotten this but maybe it's just because I'm in, in social media a bit is people just saying oh why are you trying to sound British now it's like no sorry I don't know yeah. if you know the I don't know if you know the way sort of humans work and but uh, that you just pick up on or you know so, and some people are more um some people are more it's it's, it's called neurodivergency uh, I've looked into mm, it a bit yes. so some people are, are more no, neurodivergent than others mm. so if I'm around if I go back home say say I were to go back home for three months and visit with my very very southern friends I would naturally start picking up the southern accent again I just would that's just how I've always been so um so coming here over the years, you know, I've picked up some Yorkshire things and, you know, I say in it and out and now and all these things. And some people will just be like, why, why are you doing that? And I'm just like, I'm not doing it. I'm not faking it. Why would I? I'm so deaf. Yeah. That's annoying. Yeah. yeah that's annoying yeah. when people yeah. think you're tr- trying to sound Yorkshire. It's, as if it's so like, true. But also it's so like, true. But also like they have to also remember like you're in, you're not like in a city like London where there's like a lot of different accents, accents flying there. around. Like you're in yeah. a village in Yorkshire. That's like you're you're yeah. only hearing that accent pretty much. Like that's one of the yeah. only accents yeah. you're hearing up there. So yeah. it's only yeah. natural that you're going to only really you're going to pick up that totally. accent. Like yeah, in totally. London, it's a bit different because like you have so many different accents. Oh, people but are like all over, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. But oh my gosh, that's so I know. Cool. Like for me, yeah. well, I think so. Basically, obviously, the Australian accent derives from the British accent and like typically the Cockney accent yeah. because of course we're all convicts. So the people that were stealing yeah. the bread were usually <laughs> typically, typically from East London slash Cockney kind of vibe. All sent yeah. over to Australia. So um, I read somewhere that the Australian accent is actually derived from a drunk Cockney accent. So if Cockney people wow. are drunk, maybe listen to how they're speaking, they might end up in Australian accent somehow. Um, but, but like, that's why, because my partner Charlie is from Essex slash East London and his family have a very East London accent. I, when I was living there during lockdown slash when I'm there, I pick up on it so quickly because it, it just kind of falls off the tongue. It's almost lazy Australian, just yeah. like not having to pronounce my T's like what a dream, like yeah. <laughs> things like that. And like saying in yeah. it, like stuff like that. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Oh, the other thing is, well, I don't know if you, if they do this in Yorkshire, I'm sure they do, but when I got here, when they would say, you're right. And I'd be like, yeah, really good. Thank you. How are you? And they'd like, I was just saying hello to you. Like, Get off me. But now yeah. I do it all the time. Like I couldn't say it at the start. Right, I'd be like, right. you're yeah. all right. But now I'm like, you're right. It was really funny when my husband and I started dating, dating in America, the way, the way you greet somebody is to say, Hey, what you doing? What you um, doing? So that's what we say. And so I used to, we used to call each other and say, Hey, what you doing? And he's like, I'm, what do you mean? I'm fishing for Marlin. I'm sitting watching TV. Why are you asking yeah. me what I'm doing? Like, and then we he said to me, us. are you all right? And I'm like, do I not sound all right? I'm like, am I okay? Right? <laughs> yeah. We have that with the Australian because we'll say like, oh, hey, how's it going? And they'll be like, okay. I'm not going anywhere. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> You're like, yeah. 
that's the yeah, you go. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. Because I was when I was on some Zoom recovery meetings with a lot of Aussies, and yeah, there's there's another one. How's it? How's it going? How are you going? How you yeah, going? How you going? How you going? How you going? Yeah. How you going? Yeah. How you doing? How you doing? I wanted to ask you guys, so I, I, I get this a lot. So before I moved here, I thought there was just one UK accent, right? And so most Americans think that everybody in the UK, that's not true. Everybody in England all sounds the same and they all sound like Harry Potter characters, mm-hmm. you know, this very posh sort of. So I've often wondered, like, but and, and the British people say, I can't believe you think that. How could you think that? Because there's there's Geordies, there's Scouse, there's all this. Yeah. But I'm willing to bet that the British people all think Australians sound the same. So my question to you guys is, do different parts of Australia sound different? Yes, yes, but not slightly. Obviously, not it's obviously. very like, slightly. If if you asked oh, an Aussie, Australia. if you put like Aussies at, like in a room and then oh. like one Aussie was picking out, you'd be like, oh yeah, you're from South Australia or you're from Queensland or whatever. Um, but if you put like people from, not from Australia in one room, I don't think you'd be able to pick up on yeah. it unless we said, oh, do you hear how like they kind of sound posh? Yeah, they're probably from Victoria. Or do yeah. you hear how they sound like uh, Crocodile Dundee? Uh, okay. Yeah, they're probably from Northern Territory yeah. or up north. Yeah. And um, you can tell like and the biggest difference is when you can tell someone's from like a city or from the bush. Like, from the, the country. country. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, it's yeah. like your the accent gets lazier. It gets harsher. But when you're from the city, it's a bit more like our accents pretty much. Like it's a bit yeah, more grounded. Yeah. But yeah, like we can, like it's only really subtle and we can tell because of like like where we're from. And when we have like our group of friends, you can kind of tell like, oh, you're obviously from Melbourne. But if you were a British person. Oh, right. like you'd, if you're, not, you'd never have a clue. Yeah, like if you're a British person yeah. and you're sitting in a group of like, say, for example, our friends and we have like we're from Brisbane, a friend from Melbourne, a friend from Sydney, you would not be able to tell the difference. No, you wouldn't tell accents. No. You would yeah. just be like, oh, you're Australian. Yeah. <laughs> but also, do you guys think, country. do you guys think it's weird? Do you guys think it's weird that people think that you guys sound like people from New Zealand? No. I don't. Yeah, like New Zealand has a specific little twang that they have. And I think some of them, some people are a lot harsher than others. So there are some Kiwis that might not be as twangy than Australians. So it's quite easy to like confuse the two. And it's usually when it's like on the E's or on their vowels, that's usually when it's harder, like a Mm. bin, like bin, bin, fashion chaps like that like those little like pronunciations that they have yeah. but yeah. so it is so it's quite easy to confuse the two of us but yeah, yeah. like so I mean we, that's we, why we don't get bothered yeah we but the thing, yeah. also the thing is like you know we have a rivalry like we have a little bit of a rivalry <laughs> yeah, between yeah, Australia yeah. and New Zealand but so I yeah. feel like Aussies kind of don't care mm. but Kiwis it's like um it's probably similar to when you know when people Canada. say like never asked a Canadian if they're American American. Do you know what yeah, I mean? It's probably thing. similar to that. Yeah, it's like yeah. never ask a Kiwi if they're Australian because if you do that, then like, they'll be like, yeah. oh, I'm so offended by this. And I would say the accent difference is pretty much the same as like the like that generic American accent and the Canadian accent, yeah. like where it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's quite subtle in a way. Like there's h- people that are harsher, yeah. but it's still quite a subtle like rounded of the vowels. Yeah, I can, he- I can hear it. I, yeah. like, I, I, fo- I don't know if you guys follow Alicia McCarville. She's brilliant on yes, TikTok. Yes, I love her. Oh, my gosh. I, I love Alicia. Amazing. But I can totally, I could, I could close yeah. my eyes and know she was Canadian like that where you guys probably wouldn't hear it. Yeah. Well, yeah. my boss is Canadian and I can like, okay. and because we work with can people out of LA, yeah. I can pick up like the differences between Canada. And it's yeah. just the vowels. It's just the way people say their vowels. It's like yeah. rounded. Yeah. 
Like <laughs> it's also quite interesting from being from Australia um, and coming from a country that doesn't have very strong accents, no matter where you are, like in America and in the UK, you know where you're from based on your accent. You have very, very mm. different accents. Um, I think the UK is way more intense. Like you literally yeah. drive 10 minutes to one other oh, side of London. It's unreal. It's unreal. It's, it's crazy to think how that's all happened. Um, it's but crazy. That's one thing I've learned since being here is just like learning all the different accents and then knowing what the accents sound like to knowing where they're from. Like uh, say like a, uh, I don't know, like a West Country accent to a Scouser or something like so that. So like, crazy. Mm. I, I can't I, don't, I just can't. It it's just it's my amazing mind. <laughs> because the, it, it's a small place as well. And you just think, exactly. how has that happened? Yeah. How has that happened? It's amazing. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, like, whereas in the States as well, like you're so big and like your, af- your accent different, like differences come almost between the States rather than like yeah. two miles down the road. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. You'd have to go quite far. Like, yeah, Alabama, Georgia, Florida. Uh, well, Florida is kind of different because you get so many flying down, but um, yeah. Alabama, Tennessee, you'd have to go. You wouldn't know if anybody's Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee. You know, yeah. you have to go quite far east mm. or west or north for to hear the change. It's yeah, so here true. I can drive literally from Leeds, Leeds to Bradford and they sound different. I'm just like, what? That's so true. Yeah, they do. so crazy. Can't understand anything anyone from like Bradford says. I'm like, what? What'd you say? <laughs> what? Even what? Leeds, like they're really thick. I love though. I love a Northern accent. Oh, Me too. Yeah. yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> and then I end yeah. up with someone from Essex. Yeah, like, cool. Why'd I do that? <laughs> I'm, on, I'm trying to manifest me meeting a Northern guy because I love the Northern accent so much. <laughs> So I'm manifesting it. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh right. So, I mean, I know we've sort of touched on this already, but I, we are curious because we know that your socials are already all filled up with all the noticeable cultural differences um, in comparison to the US and the UK. But do you have like one that's a favorite or one that gets the most kind of, I don't know, controversy? Um, or that you find the funniest? Let's see. <laughs> There's I mean, so many I know. The one we talked that the the ones that always do really well that people just absolutely just think are hilarious are are, are basically my ones on how quickly the weather can change. I, I just and I still don't prepare for it. So like I I I, may, I might leave the house like this, you know, because it's the sun is shining right now. But then I get to my destination and it is sleeting, and I've come like this. <laughs> yeah, so true. And, and there's ice, and it's like. <laughs> what's going on and, and I've prepared moments of having no jacket and I'm stood in the cold like how has this happened I've no jacket <laughs> constantly change that quickly back home I know I'm literally like I don't want to say it because I have a google here and it will literally start going off if I say if I tempt it but honestly me four or five times a day being like what's the weather like today what's the weather like today? and me just also having to be like I'm gonna have to take a jacket it's like 30 degrees outside but I, oh, I need to take a jacket because you, you, you just never know jacket oh, and umbrella really is a must if you go anywhere in the UK jacket must. and umbrella always carry with you like yeah, yeah always have I'm, like I'm a jumper just, in the car always and I'm still naively naively optimistic and don't ever take anything and I'm just like freezing and wet everywhere I go because it's like I didn't bring one my friends are like Lisa you've been here seven years get the jacket in the car and you're also in the north of England as well like you're not yeah that's so funny oh god you poor thing it's cold up there it's cold (laughs) at least we have the south that's fine yeah that one and and you know the different the different foods and stuff the different things that are so common here that they just don't exist at home or just Mm. just split, split people out like you know the fact that the Americans just don't use kettles. It's just not a thing. That the is Brits weird. Like, it's, yeah. The Brits are like, 
you don't use what? They can't, they can't get it? their heads around it. Like, Can I ask something about that quickly, given you're an American? Why don't Americans have kettles? Like, why is it not a thing? Because I find it really insane that it's like you're still boiling a kettle on your stovetop and not like just yeah. Yeah, <laughs> use an electric kettle. Because I would say like, well, growing up, it never would have dawned on me to get one. Well, I never even thought of one. I, I remember when Paul and I, I started dating. I had to try to buy one when he was coming over to visit because I thought, oh gosh, he's going to want to drink that tea stuff that he likes. I need to go get one of these kettles. And I remember going to Walmart in my hometown and I said, do you have a kettle? And she said, I don't know what you are talking about. So I had to pull up a picture on my phone. One of these things, she finally took me to an aisle and I did find one. But, oh, I mean, they were just like, well, I don't know what you kettle. Now we're talking, you know, 12 years ago. So they have mm. come uh, come along. Yeah. I think some people have, have them now, but no, we, we all, we, we use coffee pots because I think 90% of us True. are coffee drinkers. Or okay. one um, like you're not drinking tea, field. you're not having to no, we're not drinking tea. And so, and because someone's drinking tea two or three times a year, maybe they're having a peppermint tea at Christmas or if they have a sore throat, they just do it on the stove yes. or in the, or in the, uh, say it, they do it in the microwave. Oh God. <gasps> Oh my god! I mean, I'm a bigger coffee drinker anyway because I'm Aussie as well. We know, but like, you know, like barista made coffee is not like the instant coffee. It's like that's the difference as well. I think is there Aussies are bloody coffee snobs, as everybody says. But it is so different. It's so so different. Um, No, that's a good one. I can't imagine going back. I can't go. Yeah, I can't get. I I use the kettle for so much now. I can't imagine going back to not having one because I use it now to boil my pasta and to. I don't know what yeah. I did before. I guess I used to, I just used to just stand there and wait, I guess, for it to boil on the stove. I can imagine now. But... Your life has been so changed true. forever. This is the best thing to come out of England. Don't worry about your husband. Yeah. It's definitely the kettle. 100%. The kettle. <laughs> those ones, Go. those ones trip people out. And, you know, the fact that we did, we don't have squash in the States. People are like, don't have squash. How did you smell with no squash, you know? Cordial. Yeah, it's no. Like, I know, we say cordial welcome. as well. I always have to call it remember to call it squash and not cordial otherwise I'm just like yeah Charlie's just like what what's that it's, yeah. do you, you know what it in is? Australia we have cordial cordial Cody's cordial okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah classic yeah. So, no, classic no, no, it's just not thing and, and the fact that you know there's no black currant it's just not a flavor people are just like oh. yeah I actually <laughs> saw a really funny TikTok the other day about this American girl like trying um Ribena for the first time. I she was like, she drank it straight. Yes, and I was like, the whole time I was like, it's like I actually thought, was waiting for it to be a stitch video, but it wasn't because I was waiting for a British person to be like, the fuck are you doing? Because she had this bottle of like Ribena cordial and was like, just right. was like, mm, black currant. What's a black currant even? And then she just like goes, and I was like, she was like, oh, it's nice, and I'm just like. Please, someone tell her that she cannot yeah. drink it like that. Straight. <laughs> Straight. That's hilarious. That's, that's like your Marmite on toast situation, but Ribena. <laughs> uh, because well, she liked it. Because the, the thing that scared me is that she liked it. Like she was saying she liked it. Well, and I was like, girl, you got to mix it with water. Drink, <laughs> because we drink fully concentrated juice, it probably didn't taste that off, that off to her. Because people say, well, what do you guys drink? We drink pre-made juice and our juices now. Like if I were to go to Morrison's, you can buy Welch's juice. And if I try it now, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. So strong. It's so sweet. Probably wasn't too far off. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That makes so much sense. Just anything packed full of sugar, like that's it. You know, it's crazy. Just made me laugh so much. (laughs) All right. So we're moving on to our final question. And this is honestly our favorite question that we came up with. Um, If your hometown, so Columbus, Georgia, (laughs) 
<laughs> if your hometown was a food or a meal, what would it be? It would be fried chicken, biscuits and white gravy, collard and collard greens and cream corn. Oh oh southern, what a southern oh meal that is. Not it's like southern soul, at all. Southern, it's like soul food right there. That Absolutely. sounds incredible. Why is it, is that just because that's like a home food for you, uh, or does absolutely. it represent that, like... that? That's kind of our our equivalent of a Sunday roast. Mm. So it would be your fried mm. chicken, your collard greens, um, either cornbread or homemade biscuits. You know, mm. which obviously biscuit means something totally different to us. I was going to say, what is a biscuit to you? Because like a scone, yeah, isn't a it? big is it like a scone. Yeah, huh? It, people say that but that because that's the closest thing to that, that you guys can put your heads around it but it's it's really not it's really not anything like a like like a scone really but um it's so much softer than, than a scone but we have them pretty much with most meals back home or have them for breakfast all our mcdonald's have you have biscuits you know bacon, egg and cheese biscuit yeah and, and it's like a white, white gravy yeah white gravy white gravy oh yeah so we make it with like leftover meat drippings and flour oh, and just fry it dreamy so, do you still yeah. make that it's, um, it's a, at home it's now a, do you... it's liquid heart attack <laughs> no I, no because no, my, my, my husband's not a big fan so it's just i'd kind of be the only one eating it i try to yeah there, there are certain things that i don't eat anymore because I've, I've kind of realized that it's a heart attack waiting to happen really yeah <laughs> do you try do you try no, to I like up, my grandmother my grandmother's saving grease like my grandma saved grease and that's how she that's how we season our food in the south so we save bacon grease oh. save it save it into a dish and put it in the fridge so I grew up with my grandma having a big just tub of lard in the oh fridge and she just she'd spoon it out and that's how she flavored the green beans to be fair oh like I come from a Spanish uh, background my mom's family is Spanish and my abuela she used to do like my grandma she used to like almost do the same thing it was kind of like you save yeah. the oil like if you fry oil, oil like if, if you've used the oil before to fry something it's like you're saving that oil like you're not throwing that Absolutely. out like you Absolutely. save every single bit of that fat and you will use yeah. it until it's like being used yeah. <laughs> like that's just how it is that's yeah. so funny oh do you do you try to like maybe not the biscuits and gravy but do you try to make that like uh the collard greens and the fried chicken like do you try to I make used that to, here but it's just sort of uh, over the years so collards you can't really get here um so the closest thing that you guys would have here would sort of be spinach or kale I haven't actually seen collards I, I don't right. think you can I don't think you can get them um cornbread I think you guys um, don't use cornmeal but I think here they have um I keep saying you guys but it's not really you guys in the UK it's, I think cornmeal is called polenta isn't it so mm. I guess I could maybe buy buy polenta but because I live with two of the pickiest most Yorkshire eating men you'll ever meet in your life <laughs> but there's no chance they're going to try that you know they, you they like can't. their they like their beans on toast their sausage sandwiches you know they are just Yorkshire they're just oh, they like the veggies and the meat yeah yeah that's so, funny do you, you know, do, so you do do you do like um Thanksgiving meals and things like that while you're still here? Do I you did, celebrate I did, Thanksgiving? I did. The first couple yeah. of years I did, but it kind of fizzled out as well. It, it just out. kind of fizzled <laughs> out. One thing we do, um, we do American hot wings quite often. Those are nice. Mm. I do these like I like I used to do them back home and fry them up. The kitchen is absolutely messy as hell. But um and, and make the American hot wings because you can't really find those here. They're not yeah. as nice. So oh does it break God. your heart yeah. a little bit that your son's like a little Yorkshire man and not it's really cute he, he picks up on some stuff but to be fair I mean so many kids with YouTube anyway pick up on things I think that they would anyway like kids 
British kids say cookie and stuff now that they just get from YouTube. So I don't know how much he gets from me and how much he actually gets from his little iPad, but yeah. it's cute when he comes when he comes in and says, Mommy, mommy, which is <laughs> so Yorkshire. I'm just like, oh like so oh. cute. Oh little monkey, little monkey. You're just like, oh. oh, I love that accent so much. Maybe I should move up north when I have a baby and just make them grow up with that accent and then move somewhere else. Yeah, great. <laughs> I've asked people, I've, asked, I've done videos of him and asked people, you know, what does he sound like? And people are like, oh, he sounds completely Yorkshire. Yorkshire all the way. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Your I husband must be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I love that. Oh, brilliant. Well, that's all of our questions. Thank you so okay. much for coming on. Oh, really, really appreciate it. Um, we'll just sort of hand it over to you about where people can find you if they haven't seen you before or if you have anything coming up. Take it away and let yeah. us know where we can yeah, get you. Yeah, so I'm... Um, Yorkshire Peach on TikTok um, and then Yorkshire Peach on Instagram as well. I've just recently opened a Yorkshire Peach on Facebook just because I think there's some people that aren't, you know, that, that only mm-hmm. use that platform. Um, so I'll be having some content on that as well. Um, just for next week, I don't know when you guys post, but on the 28th, um, I'll be celebrating my ninth sobriety birthday. So I'm going to be doing a live over on Instagram telling my story, what happened you know, and oh, what my journey of like recovery wow. is like. So, so that's coming up soon. And I'm going to do that over on Instagram. So yeah, but this has been great guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having oh, me. Really no, it. It's been amazing. Thank it's been so amazing. Much. Thank you so, so much. And that my friends is a wrap on this week's episode. We really, really hope you enjoyed it. I just wanted to give a massive shout out and thank you again to Lisa at Yorkshire Peach for coming on and speaking with us. It was absolutely amazing. We had the best time ever and I really hope that you guys got as much out of it as we did. As always, you can find us on our Instagram. It's the best place to go at Don't Mock My Accent. Feel free to DM us if you want us to speak about anything in the future or if you're just up for a chat as always and don't forget about our tiktok as well which is at don't mock my accent podcast thanks again guys hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Love you as always. Have a fabulous week and we will see you next Thursday. Bye.